welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I'm the Wealth Ed Boy, and I am delighted to always be joined by my favorite Jewish person of the Jewish community, Jay Lotke the Kid. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Dreidel, 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 I made you out of clay. Yep. Dreidel, 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 some play. Dreidel, we shall play. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of... You ever played? No. Great gambling game. How do you play? Um, I literally had no idea. You start... We're already already having the thing where the pole is... You do it every single time. It's my fault. I I should... You Um, think I should know. You're given... You're supposed to, like, you know, play with pennies or with, like, quarters or something. And everyone... shekels couple shekels everyone puts one in you spin the dreidel and based on what it falls on you either get the whole pot you get half of the pot i think the jews are going to roast me for this you either have to put two in four sides or you get nothing those are the four like different meanings of each one i can't i can't remember each one and the dreidel is not uh it's not a Hanukkah thing only. It's just like it, that's no. It's I just think it's a, no. I think it's Hanukkah. Oh, it's just a Hanukkah thing. Yeah, we're not pulling out the the Doctor Dre's any other time of Dr. the Doctor Dreidels. The Doctor Dreidels any other time of the year. I don't think. Damn, I wish we had one now. Now I want to play. Uh, just maybe like, I'll just find like a couple one. rounds. Like in like if I, I would like grab all my quarters and like, you and I would just play real quick. Yeah, like back before we were like when we were young, it was like you know you'll use M and M's or something. But, right. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we would right now. I'm looking in my kitchen to see what we would be using. Anything good? Um, I don't feel like you're the guy that would have like the big like bag of Skittles or something. No, no, you're not. I like I when I go shopping, I always want to get. I I do it in the chip aisle. I do it in like you know the cookies aisle and all those. I want all of that stuff, but I deliberately, like, I have a lot of self-control, and I just don't buy it when I'm there. But you like to walk down the aisle and fantasize about about taking them home. Yeah, and then and when I get home, and, like, after, like, my meals at night, like, I sit there on the couch and I go, I fucking wish I would have grabbed the Oreos or something. That's good, though. That's good. Yeah. That's good control on your, on yeah. your part. Yeah, because I know I'll just, like, I'll smash it. Yeah. I'll just, like, destroy. Yeah, that's, yeah. Speaking of Oreos, I fucking witnessed for the first time... This week, my niece, uh, she opens, She I gave her an Oreo, you know, after Thanksgiving dinner, and she opens it up, which as, I'm like... As per... As per... As per code. And she licks the inside, and then tosses... This new generation. And man. I was like, I freaked out. This new out. generation, I man. I freaked out, bro. I like, I called like her mother and father. You reprimanded her. Yeah, I called her mother and father in the room. I was like, you can, do you see this shit? And and my sister's like, yeah, that's 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 what she does. I'm like, not anymore. I was like, she don't get any more Oreos. And then like, you know, she like she understands things now. So she's like, what? No, I'm like, you heard me. Like this will not. I will not stand for this. Mm, I think this this is a hill that you should die on. And yeah. then I grabbed, you know, you know, waste not, want not. Mm-hmm. I grabbed, you know, the two the two black black cookie guys, outer guys, and shoved those in my gullet. And then this little uh, my niece has the audacity to, uh, you know. Start want like do a little mini wine, like mm. I did, like I ate, like I ate her shit. Mm, the classic. You're playing with my toy now. I wasn't playing with it, but n- I don't want you to play with it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'm gonna be your favorite uncle. Yeah, I can already that that the, the sweeping election has already occurred, and yes, <laughs> yeah. you have been elected favorite uncle. <laughs> um, yeah. So happy Hanukkah, my guy. 
Thank you. Uh, we got the menorah over there, right? You got we yeah. set up in the window. We're it's all, not not are in the all window. the bulbs working. Are we good? Did we check everything? No bulbs. Uh, we go we go live. We go live rounds in our house. You go, you go live. I like live that. rounds because I kind of judge candles. people that do the bulbs thing. Like I know it's cool, it's easy, and they kind of look better, but. Um, some people will put one in the window with the bulbs just for didn't you, the... Didn't you used to have, like, a little mini guy for the window with bulbs? Yeah, yeah, I think so, but you gotta go live. You gotta go live, live rounds, live fire, do it the right way. Yeah. Dref, I know, uh, if you've seen on, on the gram and stuff, he's got this big fucking one that he puts outside of his house. Yeah, it looked like it was... That's, that thing's, like, massive. car fucking, like, yes, lights. Yes, Like, it looked like it was... Wee- but if you're a rabbi, that's what you have to do. Yeah, yeah, so, let it know. Yeah, let so, that light shine. Yeah, and you know? you know that 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 booming metropolis of a Jewish community in Mississippi loves that. Um. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you just really painted a picture for me, and um, yeah, yeah, they they love that. Mm-hmm. They are they're, they're not confused by it at all. Nope, they're not. They're definitely not driving by and staying silent or making a off brand comment to their wife about. You know what? What he's, is that? He's getting a couple. He's getting a couple every single day of wife's in the passenger seat, guys driving down the street. They see it, and he's getting a couple of the husband going. You see this shit? I'm thinking. Can you believe this shit? He's getting a couple is, of those every day. Uh, I'm Would also, you look at this? I'm also picturing the. <laughs> He, I don't know if this is actually true, but he lives somewhat near like a, the curve in the road. And I like to think what I do sometimes is I make the joke of not turning the wheel all the way. So it looks like I'm just going to like mow it over with the car. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then and then I and then I and, and then the I last get, second. Yeah. Yeah. He might get one. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's it's been a crazy year. Yeah, uh, nothing. Nothing surprises me. And and, and and I and like and I also speaking of crazy year. Mm hmm. I want to uh, officially uh, coronavirus Omicron variant has entered the chat. Yes. Welcome. Uh, I mean, do we have to? We have to welcome it. It's officially. It? It's a. It's a, it's officially it's, entered it's the here. chat. It's here in America. How you doing? Um, you know, it's the first time meeting, so you know these are these these are always kind of awkward for us. Say yeah. You now know? we've met your cousin. He's kind of a motherfucker. Yeah, Delta. Delta was uh. You know, he wasn't bashful. No. You know? He he made a splash. He made a splash. Um, Delta was the fun one because we didn't know there were variants. And it then was, Delta came in. Well, and there, was like, murmurs, oh. there was murmurs. There was murmurs. There was like the new kid in, in school, but we didn't see him yet. And then he came in and he's like the really buff going to take over the starting quarterback position. Yeah. But now... We've got Omicron, and I really like. I, I I want to I want to applaud. I just want to do a little to the CDC um, for giving this new variant a proper name because the Delta one they thought it was gonna maybe do something. They're like, let's name the Transformer and really hammer That's, it home. You, you, you took, know, you took the Did thought. I, take it? I didn't mean to. I'm of, sorry. No, you took the thought out of my head. They made it. They definitely they wanted to made scare the, the shit. They're like, let's step this one up a Delta, notch, right? Not scary enough. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure this one sounds like a machine that could take over the universe. Yeah, yeah. So they called up Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. They said, "You got anything uh, the in, in the in the last Transformers you didn't end up really using?" He's like, "I got it." Well, he's like, "Yeah, I I have like ten million dollars of explosions I didn't use." They said, but, "Just give us a name." Yeah, 
and then maybe we'll use those explosions, uh, you know, yeah, a little later on. Okay. So, um, yeah, I just want to officially welcome Omicron. Um, glad to see you. Can't uh, can't wait to get Not to know you. Not glad to see you. Can't wait to get to know you, you know? Don't want to get to know you. Um, excited. You know, it's Christmas time. It's Hanukkah time. And, you know, it's tis the season of, you know, everyone's, you know, of giving. Tis the, se- like, get, tis the season of giving, Omicron. So make sure you tap into that giving. Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. You picking it up? I mean, I'm picking it up begrudgingly. <laughs> um, how was your weekend, bud? Weekend was, was good. We, we, uh, we're, 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 we're on a Wednesday here recording. We're a little late, First, so I think uh, we have to like maybe address that. Why were we? Uh, we why did we have to reschedule here? You had a you, you I had, had a, a time. I had a late a late request uh, for a in person appearance at the. Um, at the light up Las Olas. Christmas on Las Olas. You don't want to call it Christmas on Las Olas. I, I think the actual nomenclature is light up Las Olas. So it was. It's ju- a Christmas based event. Was there the fake snow thing there? Um, they had actually like a twenty foot by ten foot small uh, ice rink. Yeah, that counts. Okay. I didn't uh-huh. see any fake. Like a, a snow machine. Usually, that's they, that they, was always they, the big. Yeah, I think they. I think in the past when I was there, the like the one other time I went, um, I did run into a very quickly. What do you got? The highlight of the day. I did run into a a, a very um, excited Zach Wallach. Oh wow! Very excited Zach. Did Wallach. you let him know? Uh, he knew. Did he know? He knew because I don't and have his he, number. And, and the we first were, thing like, he did was out, first know. thing he did was ask for a sandwich. So okay. I did. I did not have one with me. Well, we're gonna we're, we'll send it to you, buddy. Yeah, Zach, you're gonna. It's 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 on our list. Um, um, I think I think we gathered. I think we got. I think I saw that we got his address. I'm gonna talk to wifey Karen too. Yeah, and I think that maybe we don't tell him, and we talk to her, and Ooh. when they're just at the house, and we just send him a couple meatball submarines. Yeah, yeah, you know, just submarine him a couple. Yeah. So I think that's what we're gonna do. I did ran into him very quickly. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and that was my highlight of the the night. Because otherwise, and then it was the rest a, of the night was it was just a slog through. I actually another another thing. Um, I that was probably the first time I'd been around like a large crowd in a while. In a while, and I definitely had some like large crowd anxiety. Really? Yeah, I was like, I already hate weaving in and out of crowds of people walking i hate that that's like Mm -hmm. a big pet peeve of mine yes um and even more so yesterday i was just like this is not what i want to be doing because it's just like there's too many people here yeah and we'll we're 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 gonna talk about art basil a little later because art basil's this weekend and, and i I'm going to be going down there Saturday, and I as well have already been thinking about because Omicron, you know, showed up to my door this morning, and yep. I, now I'm like, damn, might have to like, I got I the, to, I, I, I got need the, like, you know, I need to set an alarm on like my phone or something when I go out to these type of things that just like every thirty minutes it buzzes and goes off and says, hey yo, space out. Yeah, because I get like I get a couple of drinks of me, and I'm just like yeah, like it, it's, yeah. I don't remember anything. Yeah, it's um, my problem. With I feel it. the same way about that. And that was like yesterday when we would stop walking. I was like, get me in a in an open space. Like I'm yeah, not, I'm not like, stopping when I'm in a crowd. Yeah, somewhere where it feels like I'm not breathing someone else's breath. breath. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Drink so, show me a coke. Uh, fuck. Okay. Yes. Um. 
but uh yeah it was uh that it was it's you know we, I, I didn't i didn't hear any feed but no one no one pushed back too much i think we're okay i think we're, you know well you know they they the guy you know ian might still storm the capital but we Right. You know, it's it's okay. We're right. here. We're here, guys. Uh, we're giving Mike, you we're giving you your fix. My producer Mike is fully prepared. He is actually in a very good mood today and he is going to Steely. cut and splice and upload immediately. So, you know, when you guys hear these beautiful voices, it will have been recorded about an hour ago. Mm. You know? Something there you like go. that. We'll see Just how good he is. Far, farm to table right there. Mm-hmm. There you go. How was your weekend? Anything? Any weekend? What did I? What did we do? What did I do this weekend? I had a very light, uh, scheduled the... weekend on purpose. I actually had a. We went. Me and Chris, uh, Chris Cody, we went to the Panthers game. The pan wagon. Yeah, we were on the pan wagon on Saturday. We actually had a really good day. We were. It was. It was one of those good days with your boy where mm. it's just like nothing but hilarity. Mm. Um, and uh, the Panthers played like shit. But it was okay because I walked out to the bar and watched that end of that Alabama game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting towards the end of the the college football season too. The dogs are looking good. Just give it to them now. I th- I think we should. I think I think I'm excited to actually bet on this Bama this SEC championship. What are you What are you um, thinking? I'm upset. All, I'm, I'm Ups- dogs. Upset alert. Okay. Uh, well, if you're going to go spread, I might consider. Put a, putting I, a little no, shed on Alabama, but I want to just go heavy on the dogs. Yeah, that defense. Yeah. That defense, they say. Defense is, wins uh, championships, baby. They say it's the best. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. I, I was listening to Levitard today. They said when UM won, and I think it was 2000 or 2001, they allowed like 103 points the whole season, and they're at like 82 or 83 right now. So I don't think they'll set the record. I think UM still don't got it. We don't want them to beat that. No. Right? I don't. No, no. no. I don't. But I want, I want, UGA has a thing of, they don't, um, they've lost a lot of big games when they're supposed to win mm-hmm. situation. So I think a lot of the fan base is like, hey, uh, we're not going to, we're not going to think we're winning the ship until we, we, we take this team out. So I think if they get past Alabama. You got me like thinking now about the college football scene. I'm and not now really... I'm, it's starting to like it's starting to grow in me. I'm just like, fuck if Saban wins. I just hate Saban. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sick of him. I can't wait till he retires. I can't wait till because to me, I love the NFL because of the parody. One, you know, the Dolphins were terrible the year well, that, before. Yeah, that's the one ten games the next year. That's the problem. They're with... surging again. Fins up. We're just enough to be. Fins are up, man. Just enough to. Just enough to keep us interesting, but Fins then they are up. Will... Are we back with Tua? Are we back? We're back. We're back. We're back. What a roller coaster this guy is. Yeah, this yeah. guy yeah. is a yeah. roller coaster for you. I mean, you're just like <sighs> you're ready to just be done with them, and then a couple weeks go by and you and you go, this could be the guy again. I haven't been Chris. I actually think has been notably flip flopping, uh, like he's on the fucking beach a little bit more than I have. He has I've been keeping mum. Yeah, yeah. Chris I has think, been red tied. Uh, he's on the yeah. beach, and uh, he is. Yeah, he's flopping around. Yes. So I, I'm actually more up on him than, and I've been keeping my mouth shut about it because I'm trying to give him enough time. I did the same thing with Tannehill. I gave him too much time, and then that's he what just, to me it's it's feeling like the Tannehill. Thing. I we need another. To me, it feels like the Tannehill because this is how Tannehill was seven years though. This is year two. Yeah, but 
Like if year four gets to a, get if year four comes and goes and we're still having this conversation, it's a Tannehill thing. Well, I'm I was more of saying it's a Tannehill thing because it feel it feels like it's a Tannehill thing because with Tannehill we always did the he would have the, he would put he would string well, together some games all the, those, and then you'd be like, the yes. and then it would be like oh this guy's never gonna get you over the hump and yeah. like that's just what it feels like well, now. like he wasn't healthy now he's healthy but now he's healthy and the rest of the team isn't as good as it was when he was not I'm not on the two of bandwagon okay for the simple that's fact fine. that I think he's injury prone he I is think he's, he's, he's a small guy I think he's, I think he's a little too small and I, I agree I, I think that if he was bigger and he wasn't injury prone I think he would actually be really good but I think he's gonna get be an injury guy. Yeah, it's gonna forever be the Justin Herbert versus Tua conversation, and right now we are losing that that debate. Herbert's, yeah, but Herbert's, you know, he's not he's, doing. He's great come right back now. down to earth a little bit. He has, you know, he has, he has, he has. Um, you want uh, you want to open up the Jenners? Yeah, let's do it. Ready? Yeah. Hey Frank, it's a uh, principal. Uh, Asama, Asamosa, Asama guys. Okay. Asamayor. Asuma, Ooh. Which one was that one? Was that the... Sotomayor. So, yeah. Sotomayor. Yeah. So it's it's me. And <laughs> um, we uh, we had a little break there for Thanksgiving. And uh, apparently none of the uh, cafeteria... The, the, the cafeteria ladies left a little early. Okay? You know, they got out on Wednesday. They got, they got out a little early. Hey, Frank. This is uh, Assistant Principal. You don't need to know my name. I forgot to tell you, I left a couple turkeys live in with the lunch ladies, and they let them go all over the place. So you're going to need to clean that up as well. Okay, so Frank, as you can hear what's going on live over the intercom, I, I, premature, <laughs> I prematurely blamed the cafeteria ladies, and clearly it was the vice principal in there cooking up her Thanksgiving dinner. I, uh, I'm sorry. Or he, or she, or they. They, yeah, they them. It's they them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, get in there. There's gravy all over the ground. Be careful. Um, and you know what? There's a there's an extra turkey in the oven. Take it. Thanks. Thank you. Um. So, uh, talk Betty. Talk talk Betty to me. Talk dirty to me. Talk Davis to me. Talk Davis to you. She is as advertised as you said. That voice um, was really awesome. Really different. Really cool. Very different. Um, Raspy. The, yeah. Uh, very violent. The psychedelic. There's definitely a psychedelic um, tone in there. And it made a lot of sense that, you know, she was... Sexual. She. Oh, yeah. Well, this whole sexual component's a whole other part. But the psychedelic part of the voice thing, I can see how that affected and permeated other people around her. And how other people around her... It probably permeated her, like yes. to kind of do that, and I don't know if they're, and and part of the reason I think she's a peacock as well is that voice. I don't know if there was a woman before her that ever did that type of shtick. Well, the thing that I always that I always like the hypersexualized. No, the hypersexualized. No I'm kind of gonna be like a. A dominant voice over the music yeah. situation. Which, no one did that. Which I th- not even really men either. N- no, you no, know? no, no. And that's why like to Rick me, James did it, but you know, not even to that degree. Rick James though. was after her a decade after. You know what I mean? At like least, yeah. Rick James was after her. Yeah. So, but it also was a thing where I don't think she's someone that I'm gonna listen to. 
an entire playlist like the gorillas where I could just let it fly, like right. let like open up the cage for Harambe yeah. and just let it out. She's something that I need. She's good when she comes on the shuffle and you're like, oh shit, sweet. That's exactly where I was going with it. She needs to be sprinkled into a playlist of either um that type of like voice or that age of like that generation of yeah. music. And then it's a treat. Yes. But I can't. She's she's like, Ooh. Ex- it's exhausting to listen to like five or six songs back and forth because she, t- she like, she's, she's intense. Like, she takes something out of you. She's intense. She takes something out of you yeah. when you're listening to her. I, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a good observation. I like that because it, it is true. She's, she's an intense motherfucker. Lyrically, like, just her, the sound of her voice. And then you got like the in your face funk thing going on. Yeah. So yeah. I liked, um, I liked that. But like I said, it was one of those things where I was like, "All right, I have to, I have to put something, I have to put a buffer in between some of her songs." Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So that that's where I'm at with that. Otherwise, it was it was it was very interesting to kind of to me hear the pioneer of of that type of whatever you want to call that 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 she was definitely yeah a pioneer. I mean, it's, it's just a pioneer. It's, like a, it's of, a musical assault. Yeah, you know? yeah, just like that sexual punk or sexual funk. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. So. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was interesting. Very, How's very... the um, exploratory um, truths and music, and music uh, going? Um, so we are. I'm about most of the way through Jack stuff now. Um, took some of my my favorite songs out of there. It's in the playlist. Did you start with my shit or did you go rogue? No, I went rogue, and now what I'm going to be doing because I wanted to pick what songs I liked first, right? And now I want to go and listen to yours. And see, A, if if the... Because I picked some of his more popular plays, but I also picked some that weren't mm-hmm. based on how many times they've been played on Spotify. Right. Which I love that they give you that metric. Mm-hmm. So I picked some also that I just liked that weren't like super popular. And now I'm going to cross-reference your playlist against that, take a little bit from that as well, continue to build that up. And and that's where I'm at right now. Jack is definitely a little more fun than Frank <laughs> Zappa. Yes, Jack yeah. White is definitely a lot more fun. And as we've talked about, um, killer fucking on the kid, just a killer. You, you on the and I, guitar. you and I have definitely talked about it. I don't know how much we've talked about it on the podcast, but it is my contention that um, he is one of the last of a dying breed. Jack White is one of the few still around. I think we might have touched on it an episode or two ago. That is still one of the true rock and roll guys out there still doing it. And the, the, and, and, the, the and, rock and, and roll band and, and is original. Yes, you know because that's roll, really the hardest thing in this day and age to sludge through the mud of like any type of music of any genre is to just to keep being original. Well, the good thing about him. Um, is that he's got his amazing guitar skills on one hand, and on the other, he's got a voice that, to me, isn't hasn't really been duplicated by him from someone before him, mm-hmm. and no one really sounds like him now either. He's got a yeah, certain screechy. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have a good voice, but he's yeah. got a good voice. I've always yes. said that about him. It's like his voice in and of itself. If you were to like take like the guitar out of it just to his voice you'd be like oh god that guy doesn't have a but he has a good voice for well we've talked about he's this he's a great before. lyricist though he's we've, the yes, main, yes, that guy yes some of his best work in my opinion are the story the storytelling song the storytelling songs well i think and if you want to kind of and and where i'm going to go with this 
is we're going to very soon meet Brendan as we are going to go into the raconteurs. And yeah. if you know about what raconteur means, it is the essentially an old is, an old story. The art of you know, yeah, the guy that the guy in the village, the guy in the the you verbal know, the stories, that the non written pass down the stories, and correct? The so folklore of the of the town. So I think he was the, the next, raconteur, correct? So I think the next clear uh, move on the map is going to be to um, slowly introduce myself to your brother. Um, although I've listened to him for a while and really dig into kind of what your playlist is about when you do, uh, the Jack White playlist. And it's not just going to be him on his songs. It's going to be the raconteurs and anything raconteurs, Jack White adjacent, maybe yeah. some white stripe stuff in there. And I'm going to kind of open up the floodgates from just Jack into all that other You'll stuff. You'll run into that on my playlist. No, I know. Yeah, and yeah. that's, and that's why I kind of wanted to wait for yours because I wanted to get, the foundation of just Jack. Yeah. And now I'm going to start opening it up to a little bit more of that stuff. And to me, it was also important how the way that you kind of diversify and, and kind of stratify your peacocks is I didn't want to just go old 60s and 70s guitarists. It's, it's easy to do that. Yeah. And, and that's just and be like that, Clapton. You and know? that playlist will probably be a lot of that. Yeah. But I wanted to give something early on in the playlist that was a more of a contemporary sound, a more mm-hmm. of a more updated something like that, that you might, like that. you know, and, and my goal is to, you know, I can appreciate that. Yeah. And my goal is to make sure I'm going back forward in the middle. You're with staying the balanced. You're not, you're not yes. just like, you know, focusing on one thing. Correct. Because just like the exploratory truths and music playlist, it's not just about kind of what I missed, you know, 50 years ago when right. we weren't around. No. What, what, you know, what about the 90s and, yeah. and the early 2000s and all that stuff too? So I'm going to make sure to incorporate that just as you do, um, you know, with our with our main playlist, Peacocks and Music. And I also want to, uh, since we're talking uh, Spotify playlist, I want to... Are we going to do this now? Um... No, 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 no. I want to okay. do. I want to do a quick plug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got? Yeah, well, I want to do a quick plug. We're, we got our t- today. As everybody knows, the Spotify, your Spotify Wrapped came out today. So we're gonna get into that in a little bit here. But I wanted to do a little uh, plug here because it is now December first, um, and it's Christmas time officially. Mm-hmm. It's Hanukkah time, but it's Christmas time, and. I for all of you guys out there when you're decorating your trees or you're having your holiday parties and uh, and whatnot, uh, your boy as he always does, he comes through with the playlist. What do you got for us? I have a playlist that I made. Uh-huh. It's out there. It's on Spotify. It's called Christmas Cuties. Christmas Cuties. It's called Christmas Cuties, and it is. Is um, this a new playlist? This is uh this is a new playlist. Okay. And it's chocked full. We've got, we've got out, we've got, this is, isn't, you, is you, this holiday, is this family holiday party appropriate? Is that what it's made for? Oh yeah. I've okay. got, I've got a string of Motown Christmas songs in that'll blow your mind. Mm, Christmas and Hollis in there? Christmas and Hollis is in there. Like they're all, they're all in there. One of my top Christmas songs. They're all in there. Um, Yeah. The Charlie Brown's in there. They're all in there. Perfect. So, uh, yeah. So, listeners, if you guys are looking to get in the Christmas spirit and you want to put on 
Don't just type in. Go to Christmas cuties. It's it's the uh, it's the cool it's the cool Christmas stuff. Okay, just so like the when, Halloween stuff. The Halloween when you're done with the uh, what is it? Bing Crosby is that? There's no like there's Bing. no Bing Crosby. Yeah, on there. but I'll talk when to you you're that. done with your parents' starched white, when you're done with Amy Grant's Christmas, yeah, yeah. when Mariah Carey has already started to make your ears bleed, although that might be in the playlist that, as well. That one, I, that you yeah. can't get away. Actually. This is a quick little what did I learn this week last week, although this is not what I learned this week. I just I wanted to look up how much she makes annually. Yeah, it's something just crazy. She makes based it's like on half a, it's between six hundred thousand like and about a million dollars. She makes between six hundred K and a million dollars every year December. just because everyone plays that song to It's death. crazy. Which is insane because you she could although she's got plenty of money and she's flush with cash she could essentially not do anything ever again and could live just off that. That's I mean she deserves it. Mariah's a fucking you know she's a G. If it was if Whitney wasn't in her way we'd be talking about Mariah. You know I mean as soon as she was on that jet ski down in Biscayne Bay she had my heart. Hello. That's it. Yeah. So check out the Christmas cuties if you guys are uh, into some holiday music that uh you want to do and you don't want to hear Bing Crosby. So yeah, check that out. Um, Jordan, what did you learn this week? Woo! Okay. I was thinking about the holidays. I was thinking about, you know, it's it's starting to get cold for some of you in certain places. And I was looking for something that, you know, kind of went with that theme. And what I learned this week is that if I asked you what the number one... I always love your what did you learn this week because you, you always throw a little trivia. You always throw a trivia thing at me. And you know how much I love the, like, you know, the, the guessing game. All right. So come. I, I don't know if this is technically only in the cold months, but I'm going to ask you if, if you had to put a reason up for power shortages and the reason that power goes out, what would be your number one cause? Flooding. Okay. So the number one thing that causes power outages in the United States are squirrels. <laughs> and the American What public, if I would have said squirrels? You would have just kind of neutered me right there. Yeah. Yeah. The American Public Power Association, the APPA, as we all know. Which is funny because I've never heard I've never had the power go down. I've never had I've never had like, you know, FPN. Squirrel induced power I've, outage. Yeah, I've never heard him go, oh, a squirrel got in there. Yeah. So they developed a data tracker called the Squirrel Index that analyzes the patterns, timings, and all that stuff. Um, and typically, the peak times, uh, we just actually passed one of them. It's May to June and October to November. Um, the other cool thing was, uh, just just uh, for you, this is actually right around probably uh, uh, when you were uh, born. In, in 1987, there was a 90-minute loss of power to NASDAQ's automatic trading computer caused by a squirrel, which affected 20 million trades. The NASDAQ actually had to shut down um, for, for, like I said, 90 minutes. And again, in 2014, for about 30 minutes, due to a squirrel-induced uh, power outage. Wow. Um, the former director of the NSA, the National Security Agency, in 2015 said that it is more likely that a, nat- that a, uh, a, a major power failure that would paralyze the United States would would more likely be caused by a squirrel than by a terrorist or cyber attack. And that is what I learned this week. I have to let that one sit. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. So Walnut Street, huh? Yeah. So uh, guys, if you see those squirrels up on those power lines, you better yell at them to get yeah. off. Do whatever you got to do because the last thing you want to do is December 24th, Noche Buena comes around and you ain't got no power because, you know. Those squirrel... squirrels are fearless, man. Yeah. They're fucking fearless. It also mentioned that it's that a power outage due to squirrels has occurred in every single state of the United States, including Hawaii, which does not even have typically a have squirrels. I thought you were going to give me the statistic of a power outage uh, happens by squirrels in the United States every 90 seconds. Probably. I thought you were going to give me that. I, I would. I yeah. I bet. I mean, I'm sure it's out there. Every that three could... minutes, a power outage is yeah. caused by a squirrel. So that is what I learned this week. Alex, what did you learn this week? So this week, you know, I'm a man of history. Um, this week, I learned that the ancient Egyptians uh, developed their own pregnancy test. Okay. So the ancient Egyptians... They did a lot of shit. They were ahead they, of their time. Well, the Greeks were really the first, but the ancient Egyptians were, yeah. They, Egyptians have a lot of things that you were like, no, that was invented 50 years ago. And right. they were like, no, we've had nail polish for 5,000 years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we've been making dildos way before. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, they developed um, their, their version of a pregnancy test where... They would take a bundle um, of like wheat or barley, mm-hmm. and they would have the woman who clearly like knows she kind of missed like a couple of her periods, mm-hmm. and she would pee on this sack of wheat or barley, and um, after about a month or so, if the wheat or barley started to sprout something for where she peed, the the um, location of where she peed, if it started sprouting. Uh, you know, you, you know, different like whatever you call it, like I don't know what you call it, wheat or barley, whatever, like whatever it sprouts. Um, then the person was pregnant, and they actually now fast forward to today, they have tested that method, yeah, and it's seventy percent accurate. So here's my: I don't want to take the Egyptians down a peg, although they were always taking us down a peg, as yeah, you know, right? But um, to <laughs> me, talking about the it's Jewish like, community, yeah. The, if if you're let's just say three weeks late, four weeks late on your on your period, and then you 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 go and you you do the the piss barley. My thing is, if it takes a month to find out, but if you just don't have your period again for another month, you basically already know, right? I mean, you're, you would be like, like eight th- weeks I, late. Like, this is a this is a this is two men talking about. Yes. This okay. Is out thank of, you like, for you that. You just qualifier. asked me that question. And I'm just like. I am not even going to dip my toe into the pool of missing periods and how that works. I am because now I feel like going I've to been follow with... you <laughs> and I am going to rescind yeah. all of my Get on my back. There. Hop on my back. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Get up here. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, I'm just going to say I feel like I've been with a few women and, you know, oh, you, you have... had those okay. scares where it's like I missed the thing and then she ended up not being the thing. Did she pee on the barley? So I'm not going to go in the realm of like, well, you missed it twice. You definitely are pregnant. I don't know. I Listen, that that's science. I leave it up to the Egyptians. To me, it's not science. It's a mystic, mystic, 
mystic thing that is always swirling around us men that is always going to be shrouded in mystery and there's a fog machine that's involved and we don't ever truly know what black magic goes on over there. So I'm gonna It's in God's hands. I'm gonna thank you. Okay. I'm gonna I am This I am is a podcast of religion. Yes. And we're not gonna tell you about your body. Now I will also you know, because we're allowed to do this from time to time. I also have a second. Oh yeah, what do you got? Um, it, it, it's, it's well, a, I gave you a little tidbit before that. So what do you? Yeah. Got? So the second one, it's is um, it's it's really quick. Uh, stays on the fertilization stuff too. Here, I learned a cow isn't a cow until it has a calf. Before if before it has a calf, before it has babies, a heifer. It's a heifer. A yeah. That's the like little nugget I learned too. Okay, because I always wondered that too. Like why they called cows heifers? I I I wouldn't I would not have known. Yeah. So until a cow actually you know squirts out a little bad boy, mm-hmm. uh, it's a heifer. Okay. So there you go. I learned something else this week. Thank you. Um, let's get into the Spotify's. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got um. Well, let's, let's pull. Uh, let me pull up. Well, let me just let me start this off. Um, that this, I didn't know the exact date as you, as you, uh, were so fondly waiting for it. What, uh, when it was, uh, when it dropped December 1st but, is a holiday every is a, yeah. So I year. know now, I know now for next year. Um, but the way that I was brought into it again, which it, it's something that I always love. I wish that they would do it like monthly even. Just to like let you see all right. those things, because mm-hmm. I actually before I ever joined Spotify, and I never actually did this, but I always wanted to every year write down what I thought my top five or top ten artists that I listened to that year were, and see how they changed over the years. Well, every year, and now this does that every for you. every December first, I have a, a, a an internal wrestling match with Spotify over their algorithm because I'm always like, no, you're wrong. There's always there's always something I'm just like no way. Yeah, no no no, I agree and we 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 touched on it a little bit before we we the, the mics were hot. But uh the reason it even came about was uh Steve Arduini, uh finalist for top fan of the year, yep, yep, had yep. put his his absolutely paltry showing of minutes listened to music on Spotify. Yeah, and uh, like for let's everyone just be real, to see, that's gonna you're gonna take a hit on that one as far as fan of the year. E, well, yes. Tell them, tell them the number. Well, the, tell them the number. The number that I saw. Spotify tells you how many minutes of music you listen to every year. Correct, from the beginning to the end. And Are we starting with minutes? Yes. Let's okay. start there. His were in the six thousand six thousand and thirty three hundred seventy seven. Yes, something and like I, that. It I was... did the math, and my man's is listening to 16 minutes of music a day. Ugh. Let that sit. 16 minutes. Sit in that, bud. Sit in, soak in that, if you will. So, what were how what were your minutes? What were you clocking in at? How many minutes of music are you on Spotify? Are you listening to a year? So, I I remember the year before we were close. I was hoping. As a lower seed in the tournament, that I was going to keep it close to you this year. But as the as the blue blood you are, I have a feeling that although I, I feel like I'm year. closer, I think that you have actually pulled further away. My work. minutes were as of December first, apparently, just a tick over forty six thousand. Forty six thousand. Forty six thousand. That's minutes. good because last year you were like in like what were we saying like the lower thirties. 
Yeah, and 30, um, 32, 33s or something like that. I think you were by the day that. that puts me at a hundred and twenty six minutes a day, a day, just over two hours. Okay, all right. So all right, yeah. So keep now, that calculator open. So it's open now, and I need you. I'm I'm hoping that it was close, but I have a feeling it was not. Ugh. He's looking at. The, I'm showing him my number, the official he, number, Alex. Uh, Benson has come in at an alarming 75,227 minutes. <laughs> and we're going to do the math right it's now. It's pretty outrageous. My man's is listening to 206 minutes a day or 3.4 hours. That's accurate. I listen to at least three hours of music every day. Ye- I honestly feel like I feel some <laughs> 75 other... 75 is aggressive. I think that... But knowing you the way I know you and... It's really, truly an obsession of yours. Yeah. I'm one of the few people that can actually attest to that, and I feel like three hours is low. Yeah. Of music. You know, everyone posts was, you know, everyone's posting now on their Instagrams, like their numbers and everything, like, you know, their stuff, and I'm seeing people's, and, like, the only person I've seen is, like, I think they were, like, at, like, 50. Who? Like, I haven't seen anyone just even sniff 75. Who, who beat me? Was it someone? Was it oh, someone? it was, I forget. I was, it was a, it was a DJ I follow. Okay. That makes me feel a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes me but feel yeah, a little bit better. But yeah, it was, I haven't even seen anybody sniff 75. So the next question I have are the top five artists. Okay. Because those are always, that's always interesting to me because as, as we get older, times change, uh, tastes change, I think we evolve as people to where the music, uh, you know, we, we, we change. I'm not listening to the same shit to this in the same frequency that I was listening to in college, partially because of this playlist, uh, because of this podcast and because of these playlists that I'm creating, I'm trying to branch out and listen to different things Mm -hmm. too. Right. I think, so let's go, let's go tip for tat starting with five. Okay. My, you want me to go number five first? Yeah. My number five and my number one uh, genre, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Love that. You like that? I like that. I now, really like that. Now I have a feeling if you, if if I gave you, I enough feel like time, that's a little bit of shut the funk up in there. If you, you know, ye, uh, well, it was really yes, that was, it was us the beginning. When it we was were, us watching the documentary, yeah. and then me being like, "Holy shit, I need to kind of do what I'm now doing with exploratory truths and music. Mm-hmm. I need to start at the beginning and really wrap my 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 lips around what she's got going on." So my question to you, though, very quickly before you give us your five, I think you could probably guess a majority of my five. Could I even get any of your five maybe one maybe one mm-hmm. yeah there's like one okay all right let's let's just there's let's one. continue I, well, I i don't think that i i think i could get one maybe two let's do it let's let's do it like i'll i I'll, i i'm gonna try and guess one of yours and then you want to try and guess one of mine no because i don't want to spoil it so let's okay. go ahead give me what what is my your... number five is jay dilla love that yeah I love that. See that honestly, be... and, 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 and if and, and if my memory serves me correctly, I honestly swear to God, I think Jay Dill has been in my top five for the last three years. I believe he was that. on it last year. I know yeah. he was on it last year, and I think he was on the year before. A stalwart, which was actually, I believe, uh, maybe two years ago, we both had the same number one. Yeah, well, and yeah. that was that was Anderson Pac. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. It's not even in my top no, five not mine this either. year. Mm-mm. So my number four which I don't love to admit, but my number four due to a very specific playlist, which I do mostly it was uh, during some lawn activity activities, but especially while we're uh, disking out there is revolution. 
Wow. Like, there's a couple songs there. I put the wig on and start judging. Because Alex does not like that. That is, I think, all the goodwill that that I built up with number five. I'm going to say that Spotify's fucking algorithm. Because I have a little thing going on with my number one, and I think it's an algorithm thing. So I'm going to chalk your number four up to an algorithm thing. Thank you. Thank you for no, not I'm carrying not re- me too I'm deep retracting there. the judgment and I'm judging Spotify. Thank you, Spotify. We love you though. We're just waiting on the sponsorship. Mike, yes. reach out to them again. All right, your number My four. My number four is a peacock, actually. Oh. And it's a peacock that I I would I would love to be like, can you guess? You won't even it's the most obscure I think it's probably one of the most obscure peacocks that I've ever done. Richard was it, Swift. It was an early one. I had a Richard, feeling. It was Richard okay. Swift. Richard Swift. Okay, yeah. I like that. I like Which I that. like it because like Dick Swift. Swift. Yeah. Dick Swift. Yeah. Okay. My number three, getting back on track. Um, and as you know, I'm slowly dipping my toes in and and, and uh, to the to much delight of a, of a Mr. Ian Wallach, The Grateful Dead. God, I hate your fucking, I hate four and three now. Come on. Uh, you, you You're have, not a deadhead though. I'm not a deadhead not. and you have you you have been slowly you have been slowly preparing me for this moment all year. Yes. You have been I've been leaving breadcrumbs. You for have you. been slowly leaving breadcrumbs all year with this band to me because this is not the first time you you've admitted like several times throughout the year like been banging that dead. Well, and it's a Which very Which that was a very terrible choice of words I just used. No, it's okay. Um it's been once again. It's a very mood thing for me. It's a uh, we're going and doing stuff out in the yard. Trust me, I, I'm on I'm on an island with with my take on the dead. Um, I, th- I, I I would say I'm on an island. I don't think I I don't think for a contemporary of of our age that you are at all. I think that you're you're probably I don't know because these older bands are I think are becoming like coming back into the zeitgeist and like it's cool to like wear the grateful t-shirts right but you're not you but when i look at that and i'm looking at you and you're a clean-cut kid down in in winwood and you're wearing a dead shirt i don't think you've ever listened to any of the fucking dead you're wearing the shirt for the clout yeah if the only way i'm i'm uh, giving you any type of recognition if you're wearing the dead shirt is you have to have like really long curly hair that is just like a just a rat's nest looking yes okay yeah. so number three for you tame impala that was, that was the that one that was going to be the one that I would. That gotten. was the one that I was. Yeah, yes. say, like you could probably guess that one. That was Tame that would. And that to me is that always a dark horse for you. But I think that's a constant. That one stays in the rotation. At yes, all times. that is you. Yeah, you and wifey there. love tame. Yeah, um, I, I would have probably guessed that. Uh, number two and number one really are are uh, no surprise here. Although I would say number two um, would have been the number one last year and number two. The Almond Brothers. Yes, that is that. Allman that makes Brothers. me feel good. That that's right yes. where they should be. Even mm-hmm. number one, they they could be there, but number two is a okay. Correct. So that is Almond Brothers, uh, a constant, a mainstay. I think once again, five, ten years ago, wouldn't have really been on my list in the top five, maybe top ten even. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think moving forward, they will always kind of be. They're going to be your flirting Jay, with the list. That's my that they're going to be your Jay Dilla. Probably my Jay Dilla. So, yeah. your number 2. Mine's a weird one. I don't, I don't I don't think you know this band, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. 
I've heard of them, which uh, is an Bro amazing. Brian, I think is a big is yeah, a big proponent. Of they're them awesome. Well. I actually just bought their. Uh, I'm gonna go see Some them. Wax. Just bought oh, their ticket. just bought their ticket. Yep. Okay. I did the. Uh, I I literally did the. Hey, the tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 p.m. and I set an alarm and like, like waited in the queue and like mm. I got the. T- I Nothing was like, better than that. Yeah, I got. Okay. They sold out. They like they sold. It was like your typical sold out in 10 minutes. I got one. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. And uh, my number one. Which has... Let's say it at the same time. Uh, yeah, let's we'll do, do it. it. Number right. one, same time. Three, two, one. The Leonard Rolling Stones. Skinner. I like that. that Stones, huh? S- s- I, and that's that's like that's that's my revolution. Like I like that was one where I wanted to call up Spotify and be like, "Yo, for real." Did you? I, mean, I, I hammered you... one song. There was one song that's that I, probably what did I it. found. I found like a very obscure uh, Rolling Stones song this year, and I fucking hammered it home. Until and, uh, beyond belief, and, Leonard, and I think that's why Leonard was a later edition in the year. Kind of, I'm gonna go back and listen to everything. I like your one and twos. Yeah, but I I went back and it says here that I am in the zero point zero five percent, the top zero point zero five percent of listeners this year of of Leonard of Leonard. Yeah. So uh, my Rolling Stones was you're in the top one percent of the listeners. Okay. Yeah. So, um, 305-741-3671, um, you know, uh, text us a photo of your top five, mm-hmm. um, you know, call us, leave a voice. Did you write down your genres? Did you get your genres? Yep. That, that was the other one yep. I kind of liked too. I wanted to go over that. Yep. I want to see what your genres were and we don't have to like go back. I just wanted to uh, quickly go through mine. My number go five to one. Yeah. Five to one. Uh, number five was funk. Okay. Number four was uh, psychedelic. Okay. Number three was new disco. Wow. Number two was blues rock. Love that. And then number one was soul. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I felt very. I I actually really love the stratification of my five through one right here. Mm-hmm. Five classic rock. Okay. Four reggae. Okay. Number three southern hip hop. Love that. Yep. That's, number number two. And that's number that two should just one. Be, that should just say Atlanta hip hop. ATL, baby. Yeah. Number two, you're going to love blues rock. And number one, our, soul. Our, our number one and number twos. Exactly. Yes. So Look at us. We're just um, a couple of just fucking cuties yeah, over here. Yeah. So I, I love that that list has kind of, to me, that would explain me perfectly. Those you, five genres. Yeah. If you guys have Spotify, um... Post it on your stores and stuff, and then add us because we want. Yeah. I want to see them. We want to see them. Yeah, so yeah. So add yeah. them just like we did on the Turkey Day stuff, which we love. Birdwatch, that was awesome, guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Post your. Po- I know that's what everyone does, but post on your Spotify and add us because I, I. I definitely want to check out what uh, our listeners are listening to. Yeah, and I just just to add on that very quickly. Birdwatch, very fun. Glad uh, to all of our participants that was a lot of fun. on that. Yeah. There were some good birds out there. We're birds loving were the engagement good. that you guys are doing more yeah, and more Drefin, with us. Yeah, Drefin, you are a billion times better than me. You are a bigger man. Yeah, and you yeah, are. He's doing a great job. Mike has your check in the mail. Yes, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Bitcoin. The only other thing uh, before we wrap up the wrapped is did you happen to snag your top podcast? I did. Levitard? My top podcast Mine was, was a little ditty called Shut the Funk Up Podcast. Yeah. yeah. And that is... <laughs> but Le- the Levitard came through and I was like, standard, but but a part of me was like, Shh, probably should have been ours, huh? Well, I don't but listen I... to any podcasts on Spotify except for Shut the Funk Up Podcast. Oh. All my other podcasts are or through, through the podcast. Apple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it's probably uh, 100%. 
Levitard. But, uh, you know, I'd say with all the recordings and listenings we've done this year, mm-hmm. it, it would probably go tit for tat. Um, Yeah, so yeah, uh, add us with the Spotify stuff. We want to check that out. We, we love that shit. And we're not going to judge you. We promise we won't judge you. No. Oh, wait. Yes, we're, we will. We won't judge you. We'll just blame Spotify's algorithm. That See? Look, we gave you an out. Yeah. We gave you an out right <laughs> yeah. there. And we'll just leave. If we don't like it, it's the algorithm. And if we do, we're going to give you some shouts out. Um, uh, uh, we got Basil Week. We got Basil Week. We got Basil Week. It snuck up on us. It snuck up. It It always fucking does. It totally snuck up on us. Um, for you guys out there that don't know, Art Basil is a um a uh week long. It's actually like technically like a month long thing, but it's pretty much a week long, uh, event that happens in Miami, more specifically down the Wynwood area, the Art District. And um, that actually was going to be my what did I learn this week? Because I did actually some research on Art Basel because it started in the like, concept's actually really cool. It's like they opened yeah. up all of like the really fucking expensive galleries, the art galleries mm-hmm. that are down in Miami. They open up to the public for free, but that no one goes down there for that anymore. Now they just go down there for like, you yeah, know, the well, it started, I think, in either Switzerland or the Netherlands. Oh, OK. Um, that should have been your what you learned because I, I, I would love to know. It started in 1970 and it's actually in Miami, it's in Europe, it's in Hong Kong, it's in a couple different major cities. Some people say Basel, some people say Basel. They, yeah, exactly. And um, both are okay. Both are okay. Yes, both are okay. Um, this is actually last year was technically supposed to be the fiftieth year. Yeah, we, and this last year, and this is kind of reasons, turning into yeah. yeah. So this is kind of the fiftieth uh, Art Basel mm-hmm. since it began. It started in Miami, I believe, in two thousand or two thousand and one. Okay. So, but pretty cool. Um, this is one of the few things in the world, or a few few times in the year that the world turns its eye to Miami. Yeah, everybody which I, comes Which here. I love, which I love because and it's the place to be. It is. Yeah, anybody who's like really and we're not like we're not even just saying this. Anyone who's like really anybody, even like celebrity and like and music especially, but they come down. They're they're here right now. Yes. And the cool here. part is the 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 fringe benefits of everyone being here is everyone wants to get a residency like DJ spot or a or yeah. a dope they're all here. Uh, they're all you your know, favorite DJs are down here, and they're yeah. fucking literally like DJing all day, every day at some place. Yes, usually it's usually it's for free. So if you're in the area, yeah, we were uh, and I know we were talking a little bit. A track and and then uh, his Dave brother Juan Dave from Juan Chromeo. from Chromeo, uh Friday night down at the Oasis. Yep, you're um, gonna go. I think we we RSVP'd. It's free. You just got to RSVP online and you mm-hmm. get a ticket, guys. If you want to. Uh, Come down there. I think we have actually have a music packed weekend. I committed to a music festival in Fort Lauderdale during the day on You're Saturday. Have two completely different music experiences. Yes. So I'm hoping we can get to <laughs> both of them. Uh, you'll get a little review. Um, the first one is something I'd very much want to go to. The second one, I'm not really that into music. But as uh, Alex and I have both explained many, many a time, there is truly nothing better than live music. Nothing. So, if you want to see a grown man uh, break down in tears, come to a live music show with Alex. Yes, and more specifically, if they're playing blues. Yes, you will turn. You will. You will at one point in the night turn over, and there will be. You'll see like tear tracks that have gone down my eye that I'm trying to like continue to uh, not be seen. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, Art Basel is coming. If you've never been, 
Every year it seems to get bigger. It's, it's so it's much crazy. fun. I mean, you've DJed down there I'm, before. Yeah, I DJed, I DJed down the last two years. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's something that if you've never done, and it's because it's it's also like in December, so like obviously it's fucking cold and terrible everywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. Everyone comes down here, has a great time. Winwood, if 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 you've never been, all the walls are white right now. Well, you know, a couple days ago, yeah, they're all starting Everyone's to be spraying covered. everywhere. Live yeah. art. It's just literally just. It's something just if streets you, and streets and streets of just like everywhere you look, every nook and cranny, there is something going on. Someone's painting something. Something is open to see. Someone's playing somewhere. It's like it's a kid in the candy store for people like us. It is to me something culturally that I think everyone should experience at least once because one of the beautiful things and things that I love so much about South Florida is this amalgamation and just just every just all these different cultures and different things just all being in this one melting pot yeah. and that place you know the the it is really the epicenter of music and arts and all the cool different things that go on down in Miami and the food and just all that stuff so if you've never been got definitely go. you know if you can't make it this year get your ass down here the first uh weekend of December it is definitely it's something to behold, so and it's a very fun. cool it's thing. So and it's fun. and 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 the cool part is 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 although there are plenty of young people down there, it is all ages, all mm-hmm. different races, communities, and everything. It's, and it's and it's no, it's there's no trouble. That's the other. That's the other. There's no trouble over there. It's like everyone's behaving themselves. Well, it's fucking Miami, and there's of course going to be people doing some dumb shit. Yeah, course, but I've but... never been down there and like seen like some fights or something break out. It's no. always just like about the art, about the music. Everyone's like, coming out there to dress. The, people are driving weird. down the strip and they're donks. It's fucking yeah. cool as fuck. It's, the whole city comes out for it. It's a very cool thing if you've never done. Mm-hmm. I would urge you to go. Uh, the music, the art, it's great. So, um, I want to uh, before. Is there anything you want to you want to hit on uh, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I got something for you. Uh, as you uh, uh, mentioned earlier in the podcast, tonight is night four mm-hmm. of Hanukkah, and as we are a you get uh, your gifts or what? Uh, yeah, yeah. A couple, a couple little things from wifey. Yeah, but I think does we're, she participate? Yeah, I mean, she, she she's standing there while I'm lighting the candies. That's you know. cool. Yeah. Um, but I have here a list. I have a list of musical artists that are also celebrating the holiday this year. Some Heim. of these... Huh? Heim. Yes, they're not on my list, though. They're... These are... These, this is a very... This is... I've, I've, I've mixed in here some new, some old, some people you know about. Some people that I left off that I don't care about. Before you get into the list, let me just cut you off with the Haim. Haim is a band. H-A-I-M is three chicks uh, from California. They're Jewish. A great band. But one of the really cool things that they do every single year uh, is every Hanukkah, each night of Hanukkah, they do uh, giveaways on their their, uh, Instagram. And we're not talking about like they're giving away fucking... Uh, you know, Amazon gift cards. Like the first night, they gave away like a Ludwig uh, drum set, five piece drum set. They're giving away Fender basses and shit on the second night. Okay, so cool. if you are that's a musician cool. or if that's something you want to check out, go follow Heim on Instagram. And like I said, every single night, you, there's a chance for like their followers to win a prize. I'm a really glad, nice prize. I'm glad you brought that up because there's also a similar thing going on here. And um, David Grohl. And another member of the Foo Fighters are doing 
a it seems to be like a cover of a different something religious this and it was all based on their love of one of the members here Joey Ramon yes and because of his influence and his brother Tommy they 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 they're doing that this year so Joey Ramon is my first on the list a couple other people that have entered the chat uh, and actually the first one here is who actually made me think to do this is our guy fellow peacock Mayor Hawthorne. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I saw Mayor that. Hawthorne. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. I saw he did. He now, did just a uh, just a couple other ones. Now, a couple of these I didn't do my research on, and mm. some of these you're gonna go, huh? And I am also like, doing that they're Jewish, huh? Yes. Okay. And I'm also doing the huh with you. Okay. I, I have not. I didn't. I I blindly took these from a couple different lists. When and, you say when you when you come when you get to the artist, that's a huh. Say the artist and then follow with a huh. Got it. Okay, uh, right after Mayor Hawthorne, Paula Abdul. Okay, that's... Is that a huh? That's, no, no, that's not a huh. Okay, uh, my next is my man, and I'm putting a fist up for him, the boy, the legend, the alchemist. Yeah, oh yeah. He's actually, a, he's actually yeah. from Alan, Israel. Alan is, Alan I was is, about to say, he's from the homeland. Yes, yeah. so uh, the next... that life. The next, I don't know if this is a huh for you, it was for me, Herb Alpert. That's a huh. Yeah. Herb Albert, huh? He was on the list. Was he uh like, you know, transitioned late in life there? I don't, I don't know if some of this stuff yeah. is their mom was Jewish, so technically they are, so they're on the list. I think that's probably some of this. He must have dropped he must have dropped the Steen, Herb Albert Steen, you know? Yeah, maybe there was the a, a Al Alpertsky, you yeah. know, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um my next one is uh someone that I so a lot of these honestly I gave the huh because okay. I've never heard. Beck, I, I yeah I knew that yeah I knew that one. That was a that was a little bit of a dark horse for me. Yeah yeah okay. He's a uh, big Jew. Yeah so the next one isn't as much of an artist a musical guy but he he's put his stuff out there. Jack Black. That's a ha huh for me. Mm -hmm. That's a ha huh for me. Yeah. There you go. And, that, and that, that's a welcomed ha. Huh. Yeah yeah right yeah yeah. He, like he that's is, one that like I'm doing this. You should you're be in. proud of the army. Yeah yes, like you're yeah. in. You're in. You're in. Next one is a, a father son duo, of course, Bob and Jacob Dylan. Duh. 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 But it's got you got to be wallflowers. Got to be on the list. Yeah. Sons, one headlight. One headlight. Uh, wallflowers. That's Bob Dylan's son. For all of you people that didn't know that. Uh, my man's my man's uh from New York. We're getting another New York check in real quick. Action Bronson. Bronsolino. That's a ha huh for me too. Oh yeah, he's he's. I, mean, I know he's like the Albanian. He's Albanian I know and Jewish. That. His mom was Jewish. Yeah. I guess I knew he was Albanian, so I guess I should have known that's hand in hand. Yeah. Because he's always talking about the yeah the uh, baklava. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's about that yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's here's my first true real huh. Oh, you said ready best. for this? Sammy Davis Jr. I knew that. Yes, did you? I did know that. That okay. was the weird. I actually knew that. That was like one of the cool weird things. He was the first, like, uh, you know, black Jew. Yeah. So that one was a little bit of a shocker for me. Um, we also have, of course, uh, Neil Diamond. Oh yeah, duh. I mean, look, some of these are does. Some of these are does. Some of these are Hans. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, my next is one that was very funny. I heard about this actually a couple months ago. I'm not really into her, although I think she has one of the coolest videos out recently. Doja Cat. 
That's a huh. There you That's go. That's a huh from Alex. Mm-hmm. Doja, huh? Doja. Doja, mm-hmm. huh? Huh? Yeah. The next one is one that also caught me off guard. Man, you got a, you got you got a nice little army you're building there. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only halfway through the list right you, you now. You got some goodies. Uh, the next one, which which was a surprise. I like to that me. you bring like the mind blowers. Yeah, well, I, I dug deep into a few lists because you could easily give me like the Barry Manilow's of the world. No, you know? mm. and there's a couple of those at the end which you're just like duh, duh, yeah. duh. But I wanted to kind of get some. That's, that's what we should. That's how we should. That's how we should have started this list. Was, is it thrown, a huh or is it a duh? I should have also. Is it a duh or a huh? I should have thrown some Confederates in there just to see if you were like, you should what? Have, we should have made this into a game of like, are, is it, are they or are they not? Yeah, is it a well, that's what I'm not? saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the next one, um, pop star from that, that early 2000s, Pink. Well, I did not know that. Me either. God. I love her. Next, I actually of just course, watched the whole thing. On here's there. a here's a couple a couple obvious. I had Pink's first CD on the album. And I just destroyed that thing. That CD like just like burned up in my car. I love that album. Perfect. Yeah, love that. Um, the next one, of course, Billy Joel. Yep, Billy probably Joel. top. He's up there. He's uh, gotta be up. Followed there. by another titan of the industry, Gene Simmons. Oh God! I, keep your you mouth might, shut. You, I'm yeah. about to say you might want to kick him out. Cancellation You might want to keep him in the back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one, the high kicker extraordinaire, David, David Lee, Lee Roth. Roth. Yes. You like that? Yes. Uh, but I'm gonna take it down. Back now. down. So let's come back down the roller coaster. Phil Spector. You know what? It's <laughs> <laughs> this is where we separate the art from the religion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's just a little curveball for you, and I can't remember the fucking name of her band, but I think that you will because she has a very interesting career. Uh, Carrie Brownstein from um, sh- yes, the name. Oh God, what is the name of her band? I. Oh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's a band that's. Do you been have around. it written down? Do no. Have, oh. I. I mean, I could look it up, but I almost wanted to do this together. Oh man, it's gonna kill me right now. It, they've I'm been not... around for like 20 years, but yeah. they, and they've had some critical acclaim. But then she's more known. She's Carrie Brownstein for, for Portlandia. The out there, she's from Portlandia. She's Fred Armisen's like yeah. And oh my god, I I know it, and I'm not gonna. I I don't have I don't have time to think of it right that's now. That's fine. Just Damn. I want you to I want you to stew on that. For a little bit, and I got a couple more for you. As I said earlier, Joey Ramone, uh, Paul Simon. Yep, duh. Duh, that's a duh. Uh, here's one that I didn't think was, uh, it wasn't a duh, but it it's kind of a huh, and that's Carol King. That's a huh. That's a huh? Yeah. That's a huh for me, that's too. That's a huh. Okay. That's a huh. Uh, obviously. Sleater Kinney. Damn it. Oh, I that's Carrie Brown. Sleater Kinney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, really Bar- odd band. It's, Barbara you, it, Streisand. I mean that honker. That honker. We that knew, honker we knew that. says it all. Art Garfunkel. I mean, just by name alone. By name alone, so far. By name alone, top of the list. By name alone. Also, probably not by name alone, but just by looks alone. Bet Midler. Bet Midler, and even by name, maybe. And here's a last one which you mentioned uh, prior to the mics getting hot, and I don't know if it's everyone in the band, but I put the name of the band and then obviously who it is in the band: Steely Dan, Donald Fagan. Ah, look at us. We were talking. Yeah, we, yeah. we see. Yeah, guys. A little, you like that full circle? Yeah, just I do. Like, I really like that. They so gave them a little peek into that. We were we were talking. We were talking Steely before we, we were. Went hot. We were talking. So, uh, to all my to my all all my fellow artists out there, happy Hanukkah. Yes, happy Hanukkah. It's like it's 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 our favorite time of year. It's it's the part. It's the time of the year when we I get to celebrate my best friend. Yes. So that's and, it. that's uh, important with for me. 
And also, uh, like I said, this is not a fully set list. 305-741-3671. If I, I clearly... Only Jews, though, are calling and texting in. Yeah. Only, only, only members of the Jewish community, you can call in right now and talk Jewish talk. If you are not... Non-tribe members, I want you to actually submit a few people who, you th- who you'd like to be Jewish. <laughs> I love so, that. So yes. all the goyim yeah. out there, you can, you can all yes. the Gentiles out there, yes. anyone that you want to give up that you think maybe would... would What's your goyim gifts? What's your... Yeah. Get, send whoever you think would... would <laughs> We're think, putting a little Red Rover right now. Yeah. So send <laughs> Red them Rover. Over. Red Rover. Send them on over, baby. <laughs> so that that's my list. It was just something I wanted to kind of keep with the theme of the podcast. Um, and happy Hanukkah once again. Yes, but happy Hanukkah, now guys. it's time to get down to the meat and potatoes. Let's get down to business. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into this week's Peacock. As always, the Peacocks and Music playlist is on Spotify, people. Go check it out. It's tons of fun. All the choice tracks are there. Type in the space bar or the search bar, Peacocks and Music, and it'll bring you right to the gold, baby. Mm. Uh, this week's Peacock, let me uh, let me get it here, is Charles Bradley. Ooh, my guy. We got Charles Bradley up to bat. Um, An absolute peacock. Uh, absolute peacock. Um, great, great story too. He's uh, got a great story. He was on my, you know, I have just a never-ending list of peacocks, and he was on my list. But shout out to Bro Bry, um, about, big big pusher, big yeah, pusher of the Bradley. Yeah, about a month or so ago, he uh, reached out to me and he was ha- at the house having a vinyl night. He was actually the first person who I think actually ever introduced me to Charles Bradley. Yeah. And he was bumping Charles Bradley and he t- sends a picture of the vinyl. And it was funny too, because the record player that he's playing the vinyl off of is the record player that I sold him fucking like 20 years ago or Love whatever that. it was. Love that. Shout he's out to still bro. using it. And he was like, yo, Peacock suggestion. And I said, he's on the list, but now he's getting bumped up to the top. You see what the power of engagement can do? It, it is. The guys, it really Ladies is. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you give, you know, us, give us give us your input and, you know. If it's on the list and I, and I know you guys like intrigued about it and you want me to do a peacock, like that goes to the top of the list. Even if it's not on the list, yeah. which is even more of a compliment because yes. maybe someone flew under the radar mm-hmm. and that is essentially what the, I think the, the uh, you know, the thesis of this whole podcast exactly. is. Exactly. Show us what you got. We want it. We want to, we want to disperse it out to the millions listening. That exactly. is what we do do we're here for you mm-hmm. so charles bradley born november 5th 1948 uh died september 23rd 2017 mm. uh soul singer as we know um i mean f- known as the screaming eagle of soul uh, I, I didn't know that was the nickname that was perfect the, nickname we could just stop we could just end the peacock there screaming eagle of soul done done you know actually 
maybe some Betty Davis vibe, male Betty I mean, Davis vibe. He's got he's got the the James Brown vibe. Yeah, he's just all. I mean, he's, he's James Brown through and through. Yeah, that's that that is true. Yeah, I would almost say Betty Davis might have been the like original female version of of James Brown, almost kind of. Uh, she, in the in the way she was that just she so was sexual, yeah. But yeah, yeah I know. I see what you, you see. What, what, what I mean? I see what you're. Yeah, what Charles you're, Bradley could on. easily be confused for absolutely, absolutely for. The and king. that's what like the bulk of it we'll get into. That's, that yeah. was like kind of his bread and butter. Uh, yeah. Born Charles Edward Bradley, um, he was abandoned by his mother uh, after eight months of uh, being born. He was uh, abandoned by the mom. Florida boy, right? Gainesville. Yep. Gainesville, Florida. Yep. Uh, he was raised in Gainesville, Florida by his grandmother. And then at the age of eight, uh, they uh, they hightailed it up to Brooklyn. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, get out of Gainesville. Yeah, they were they were done. Yeah, get out. They are like, uh, there's nothing here. Go there for college and then leave immediately. Yeah. That's it. So in 1962, his sister brought him to the uh, famed Apollo Theater to go see... James Brown. James Brown. And that... Uh, that's the beginning. That's the blow. That's the moment of blow. That's the moment that every artist has a mind's blown. And now I know what I need to do. That is the Rick James uh, sneaking into the bar in Buffalo, New York. And to watching see John Coltrane. And, my, and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and Duke Ellington. And, yep. While yep, his mom's running numbers for the mob. Exactly. He's hiding under the fucking table. Because, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so at the age of 14, he, uh, actually runs away from home. He's, he's living in some really shitty conditions there in Brooklyn. He's living in the basement of this shit, uh, you know, apartment, uh, complex, dirt floors, sand floors. Um, it's really, really bad. And it's, it's so bad that he literally leaves home by day. He's out in the streets doing whatever and every in at night he's sleeping on subway cars he just goes to the subway and he's sleeping on subway cars so and he does that for a few years honestly i think it's said about like at least two years he's like yeah at 14 he's just like that's what he's doing um this was funny because it brought me back because i haven't heard about this since since i was like a little kid but he finally gets a job as a chef in maine through the uh, the job corpse. Did you ever did you ever hear about the job corpse when you were like that was like a th- like a main uh, way of getting jobs. I remember like growing up, there was people was like, well, you can enter the job corpse and like they'll find you. Yeah, it was you, like the you go to you go to a building and they just like, hey, we have a day labor. Yeah, it was the LinkedIn before before the internet. Yeah, yeah, it was like yep. the job corpse. Was like, well, if all else fails, go over the job corpse and then they'll hit you up and find you some shitty job. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was never like a, we're finding you a career. <laughs> right. This is a, to get you past this week situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he uh, goes to Maine. He's a chef. Um, and actually um, starts, a, starts a band there, like with all of his little, uh, his chef buddies and stuff. And they do, a, they do like six shows uh, out there. They're kind of like, you know, because he was a big James Brown guy, like. Charles Bradley is a big James Brown guy. He learned all of his moves. He learned how to sing like him. Like, that was his whole thing. So they do, like, you know, some, like, you know, cover shows and stuff. But the the rest of the band eventually gets drafted to the Vietnam War. So they break up. And after 10 years of uh, doing the chef thing, he decides to say fuck it. And he starts hitchhiking across the country. Um, and uh, pretty much for the next 20 fucking years... He uh, is just doing 
his own stuff. He's going from band to band. Um, he's doing some James Brown impersonation things. He's uh, one of the like some of the names of the bands are Screaming Eagle of Soul. Then he used to call himself Black Velvet, and then also James Brown Jr. So he did that for fucking like twenty years, and that's basically like from that was from like seventy to like ninety, basically for twenty years. He was just hitchhiking across the country just in and out of like just dirt pubs and clubs and stuff doing like whatever making whatever he can and he was totally fine with it but the mid 90s hit and his mother now wants to reconnect and um she uh she convinces him to move back to brooklyn with her um and he says okay because she wants to get to know him a little bit more because she left him at eight months Mm. And so um, he goes back to New York, goes back to Brooklyn, and he starts moonlighting at a, at a bunch of local clubs doing uh, James Brown impersonations and doing doing back on that uh, you know gig again. Oh, so I didn't know he actually was like an imperson. I mean, he's so yeah, close he that you was, would never. Yeah, that truly was his main. Know. That was like his bread and butter. Like yeah, for the, the twenty plus years, and then even now here when he goes back to New York is like he's and at this point you know it's the mid nineties, so James Brown is like fucking real washed up james brown's like you know drugged the fuck out beating his fucking wife and shit and he's a piece of shit yeah spoiler alert if you guys didn't know fucking that peacock is a yeah that's one of those we separate yes that's a clearly pulled into cancellation cancellation station but the music's what it is and it's just like a part it's such a part of yeah, so he's moonlighting at these clubs in Brooklyn, doing the James Brown stuff, and he actually gets discovered by Gabriel Roth. Happy Hanukkah. Mm. Um, Gabriel Roth, a.k.a. Bosco Man. Okay. And he is the co-founder of Daptone Records. Dope. Dope. Didn't know that. Dope, though. He is the co-founder of Daptone Records. He says, this guy's fucking got it. Um, Roth uh, says, hey, come by the studio. I want to introduce you to this guy, Tom Brennick. Um, so uh, Bradley comes by the studio. Tom Brennick's there. And he, Tom Brennick is um, a producer in Dap, in uh, Daptone Records, but he's also the main guitarist in the Menahan Street Band. Mm. Um, which, you know the Menahan Street yes. Band. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. uh, so Bradley uh, hooks up with Tom they become like just you know two pieces in a pod, and actually right there when Bradley comes over to that rehearsal, it's the Menahan Street Bands. Basically, it's their rehearsal. Um, Bradley's sitting there like you know supposed to be just checking out the scene. He grabs a pen and paper, as you do, as you do. You, you strike when the iron's hot. You got to. Yeah. So he grabs a pen and paper, starts writing. Just dire straits, you know. Exactly. It's just starts writing, starts getting in it, and uh, right there at that rehearsal. You know, just like jumps in like with the band, and they're just like, "Holy shit, seamless!" Yeah. And uh, Dapton actually presses uh, all of those records in that rehearsal. They press them on like a really, really early two thousand two uh, vinyl. So if you can ever find that, look out for it. Yeah, send that over. Yeah, but um, yeah. So uh, hooked up with Dapton. Dapton put out like three records with uh with Bradley. At this point, you can see he's a he's a late bloomer. Yeah, this is this is like now like late '90s, early 2000s. He's got the it's um, like 2000s stuff, honestly. He's got the uh, remind me of the actor. It's Samuel L. Jackson, but also 
um the other old black uh, uh actor um from uh that's didn't get famous till like he was in his 50s oh Mo- uh, morgan, morgan morgan freeman, freeman. yeah morgan, it's, yes. it's a classic morgan freeman thing where it's like mm-hmm. he's clearly past his middle yeah. age and now he's yeah by the time he got gaining. signed to uh to data which was like 2000 what did i what did i say he, he was, was in like his early 50s yeah what or late 40s he was born 40 something 48 so yeah, yeah. So he was like yeah he's like you know 50- uh, late mid mid 40s yeah yeah no he's like in his 50s 48 would be f- he's 50, like in his 50s. 52 yeah yeah, yeah he's like in his 50s yeah, yeah. yeah so in his 50s when he like gets discovered and shit and uh, yeah, so he puts out like three records of Daptone. You know, he's kind of like a you know a cult guy. Um, uh, none, none of his stuff is like you know commercially successful, no. just because at this point in the two thousands, Daptone Records is making like that neo soul, neo funk soul stuff. So that's not like radio friendly. So you're not gonna see any like hear of any of his. No, hits. I don't think he had any like commercial success. Right. No. But um. He, uh, yeah, so he came out with a, you know, a few more albums, and then he fell ill in 2016, like, really bad. He, he like, was on tour, and, like, you know, that, that sickness just hit him really bad. He wasn't a big drinker, wasn't, you know, didn't abuse himself. Yeah. You know, none of that stuff, like, mm-hmm. so don't, don't, don't think that he was, like, you know, this piece of shit, like James Brown. He was a good guy. Seemed like he had a, a tough life. Yeah. And, and, and the, the sad part about him was, it seemed like he was discovered late, Kind of realized and became the the dreams of probably what he was thinking about at such a young age, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of cut short, exactly. shorter than what he and I think what everyone would have expected because ah, yeah. he was just really ascending in that like late two thousands, early twenty tens, mm-hmm. and that's when we were in college and just passed it, and that's when he I that's have, when he became like something where I'm we gonna, were like, oh I'm gonna, wow, I'm gonna kill him off here, but then I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell my little Brad uh, Bradley story. He uh, he does eventually dies uh, September twenty third, two thousand seventeen, of stomach cancer mm-hmm. um, at the age of sixty eight. Um, in yeah, just like you said, yeah, he you know gone too soon type stuff. But I have a really cool mini story of how when I found out about Charles Bradley um we uh Scott Scott me my brother Benny uh Bilbo Baggins Benny yep uh and Doug mm-hmm. um we went to a festival when we were in college I want to say I was still Memphis Scott, in May? yeah it was Memphis in May mm-hmm. and Scott I remember we picked up Scott from his finals so when did you, when did you guys graduate? We were was December thirteen. We were just December two thousand eleven. You were eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was this had to have been twenty ten then because it was the year I believe it was the year before Scott graduated because I remember I picked him up from finals. congratulations Scott. Yeah, and. We go to Memphis in May, and Memphis in May was a shit show. It was like that, your typical festival of, like, it rained all mud everywhere. It was really fucking, like, just really shitty fucking conditions. It rained the whole entire festival. And uh, as you know, uh, festival time with the boys, we've got a little bit of the illegal substance that we want to schmokey schmoke. Mm -hmm. And it's raining like a motherfucker, and there's one stage that has a tent it's a really small stage and it's a really small tent and we're just like we gotta let's go in that fucking one place that has the tent and spark up in there yes you know because it's the only thing that's dry and we go in there 
and we sit in the back. There's no one in this fucking tent. There's like, there's probably about 150, like maybe like, you know, foldable chairs that are out and there's maybe the first three rows are taken and it's just us four in the back smoking a doobie. Mm -hmm. And we're smoking the doobie. And as you can see where the story's going, Charles Bradley's on stage. Our guy, yes. And we're getting a couple couple puffs into this fucking delightful doobie. And this guy's he's doing he's doing James Brown. And not only is he doing James Brown, he's actually in the middle of the routine of with the cape. And you know, yeah, yeah, you know how yeah, James yeah. Brown does when he goes down and yeah. the guy comes running over with the cape and puts yeah. it on him. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing that routine. And I'm blown away. At I'm, this point. I'm I'm assuming that a little before that, but that's when your ears are perking up. Yeah, you, you're not as interested in the doobie anymore. Right, and you are laser focused. Yeah, because at this point you're just like, wow, this guy's dancing at James Brown. He's doing the James Brown thing, and it's and it's odd too because if you look at Charles Brown, you look up his like what he looks like. He looks like fucking he James fucking, Brown. Yeah, <laughs> now, and we're not doing like the all black guys look alike thing. Like no, no he no, no, looks no. weathered, like you know, just leathery, yeah. weathered, like you know. He's got the features. face. It look, yeah, he looks like, like him. He looks and, and sounds just like and him. And he's doing all the moves and he's got and he's wailing. Wow. Like doing that. And then he does the cape thing. And at that point, I'm like, take this from me. I'm I, I'm going up there. I'm going to the front. Yes. And we all, we, all four of us go immediately to the front and just p- proceed to get our mind blown by this guy who we have no idea who it is. And, and let me stop you there for a second. What better feeling in There's music? None. Than when and and we I recently had this when I was listening um, to that Eric Clapton John Mayall album from the, the discovery mid, part the, the discovery breakers. part of when you with within with music when the discovery part happens and not only that but the then impending excitement of. I've found something here it's hit the vein I have found and it, now I have, found I it, have, I have to go. It voraciously mm-hmm. expose myself to all of what they Everything. have. Everything. You dive you dive head first into that pool of whatever that artist yes. is. Yes. And there is to me and and I know you feel the same way. There's almost nothing better than there that. There is nothing better just because it, and it's usually always usually it's always at the time at least for me when you think you found it all. Well, there's there's a little you know? hubris there, right? Yes, yes. Where you, there's there's no prairie left mm-hmm. un, unseen, there's and no now stone left unturned. You realize that the Louisiana Purchase just happened, and you're Lewis and Clark, and there's a fucking yeah. a lot of land for you to go yeah. look at. And yeah, so yeah, we go to the front, and just mind's blown, and I'll I'll never forget what at the end of the performance. Um, turning to the random person next to me and I was just like who is this and they're like this is that's just Charles Bradley yeah and I was like and they go you never heard I was like I've never I've never even I've never heard of this guy at all and there and then I just remember wish I, remember I was that guy chick. wish I was that it was a chick wish I was and that I chick. remember that chick just going she goes she goes I remember she goes well you just went to church today yeah and she goes and she, she goes she goes you <laughs> stepped into the right tent yes and I was you did. Just being like yeah and like that and I rem- that was that Memphis in May festival. That was what I went home with. I was like, this guy Charles Bradley, and that's how I yep. discovered Charles Charles Bradley. Thank God that it was raining. Yeah, that's it. And those are the stories. Like that's that's what it's about. Yeah, folks. It was it was really cool, especially like especially when you're like two puffs in the doobie too. You're just like yes, things are hitting on all levels. Yes, ears are hitting. 
throats are hitting sensation yeah it's all there for you yeah it was really cool so yeah. uh, charles bradley that's your peacock and music go check him out fantastic um, i don't choice. even need to i don't even need to like even push him anymore because i don't think anyone would listen to charles bradley and say this is trash no i don't if no, it's it's I would say almost a physical impossibility. But if 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 you didn't know about them and now you're hearing us talk about them, mm-hmm. um, I'm getting a little bit of that excitement for you. Yeah, knowing what we have just bequeathed to you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's one of the it's one of the good ones. Because he's definitely what I would consider to be a diamond in the rough. Uh, that is a fucking perfectly like place description. The Screaming Eagle. Yeah, the Screaming Eagle Soul. So there you go. That's your peacock. Uh, that will be a treat. Thank, I'm thank excited. Bro, thank Brian. Thank Bro Bry for moving him straight to the top of the... Thank you. ...to the front of the line. And um, before we head out here, uh, it was it, it. it's kind of sort of breaking news. I saw it last night. Have you seen the robot stuff? No. We have officially entered... Well, I mean, they've been Terminator. slowly taking over, but what's they, going on now? Um, robots. We are now officially uh, at the point in time in uh, history of the world where robots can now procreate. What? Excuse me? Scientists have uh, taken frog embryos. Okay. They have uh, put them inside of robots like in their belly in their belly okay and um they have they have Guess what i learned they're a week. living organism with robot pot parts okay and um not only have they done that now the robots they have success the one the one the robots now have successfully gone to another robot and have procreated and have can create a baby but a robot baby or a, a baby frog um uh, t- uh, t- uh, t- uh tb uh tbd tbd yeah okay that is not the news i wanted today yeah yeah that's you know, not usually what I usually to learn china's taking over but yeah yeah we I are, thought you were going to go Clone Wars, like there's already like Desert Storm of robots coming next. No, they are. They can procreate now. I started reading the articles because I was like, wow, this is crazy. And I started reading the articles and I literally did the, I was like, you know what? I started getting like two paragraphs in. I was like, I actually don't want to know this because this is like, it's I'm, a little too I'm, real I'm, for me. I'm writing it down just as, as some homework. They literally like, they take, they take these frog embryos and they start like, and they have like, they show you like the video of them, like in the magnifying, the magnifying glass, whatever, like picking apart the embryo. They basically pick apart this embryo and they, and they make it into actual human parts like uh, that and this is science stuff but it's just what it is they make it into actual like whatever they do with the embryo they make it into actual human parts and then they put them all together and then they put that cell into the robot's belly and then the robot's belly it started to to incubate and it's yeah it's growing i just wrote here robot frog sex question mark xenobots 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 is the new that's that's the that's the that's the word xenobots x x e n o b o t s xenobots I'm not that stoked on this. Yeah, that well, that's why I say I started. I, I clicked on the article. And I'm like, all right, let me fucking check this out because I want to be a learned man. And I literally got to like paragraph two, and I was like, 
I don't. I, I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm actually like not. This is kind of like a foreboding like feeling for me that I don't really. I actually don't want to learn about this. That's one of the things where I'm like, okay, uh, AI and and technology is progressing at such a rapid uh, rate now. Yeah. That I'm. I'm hoping that we're all dead before the robots am, take over. I am. Praying. I don't want to be enslaved. To I don't want to be. I don't even want to be around it when. I don't even want to be around when like. You can you can buy a robot to like you know clean your house. See, I disagree there. I like the um, the little frisbee. Um, I was gonna say, and I know people out there are gonna be like, well, what about the iRobot guy? Well, DJ I wrote, Roomba. DJ Roomba. You know what? As long as we're still in control and you're cleaning my house, I'm okay. With I, okay, that. I guess I, I guess let me re, uh, let me clean that up. I don't want to be around when it's a humanoid sized robot cleaning my house. Yes, I don't want to not be able like the to Jetsons tell chick, the Jetsons, the maid well, from no, the Jetsons. I'm even okay with that. The I maid don't, from the Jetsons. I'm I'm okay with the <laughs> the maid, name? the robot maid, because she looks like a robot. Which what I don't want to be around for. Well, you know, the robot maid's gonna look like us. It's not gonna look like a robot. Well, no, but in the Jetsons, she looks like a. She's got like a toaster. She head. looks like yeah. She yeah, looks, like I'm. If when you're if the robots she, are still toaster heads, she when looks I'm like around, easy, she's got like you know the heart of an Easy Bake Oven. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I'm okay with that and and sprinkling some water on a pill and it turns into a cheeseburger. What I'm not okay with is we're gonna go out to Art Basel and we're gonna be in the crowd listening to a band and I'm gonna turn to my left and there's gonna be something that looks like a human and it's actually a fucking robot and they're just you're downloading gonna, all you're the gonna music. look you're gonna be you're gonna be our their eyes <laughs> you're gonna be at our basil like you know grooving to the music and then you're gonna start smelling like like electrical fires and like 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 rubber burning and then you're gonna look to your left and you're gonna see someone that looks like a human but in the back of their head someone spilled a drink on them <laughs> right right yeah and then <laughs> And then A Track and 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 Dave One are done with their set, and they bow, and we see their cords and plugs coming out of the back they of their unzip. head, and they were never. It was never them. And and and, it was, and then we go to ourselves, and on the ride home back to Fort Lauderdale, we go. Of course, how did we not know that people called A Track and Chromio weren't robots? And then, <laughs> as we're driving home, a robot in the back seat just pokes Comes its head up. up and then, you know, takes over and we're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Chokes. Chokes. Uh, or enslaves yeah. us. Yeah. Yes. And now we're cleaning their house. Yeah. Terminator 4. Yes. Um, guys, as always, like, subscribe, review. I know we tell it to you guys, but it really honestly... Really helps us out if you can tell your friends and your loved ones and whoever, anyone that you think that would like it. We're trying to get these numbers up. We love doing this podcast for you guys. We're never going to stop doing it. But, you know, we we want we, we want more. We're greedy kids. Mm. We're greedy kids. It's what have you done for me lately. It's what, it's, it's what have you done for me lately. So, uh, you know, we urge you from the bottom of our just pretty little Jewish hearts uh to like you know tell your friends like you know have them come check it out like you know because this thing only goes as far as you guys you know we can come up here and talk all day long but it only goes as far as you guys make it of course we there's 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 a couple things that we can do but it can only go as far as you guys you know want it to go so we need your help um and also too we have the new logo yes as you guys have seen we're super excited about it um I don't think I've told Jordan this because I like to surprise him on the show and get his honest reaction. Okay. We have stickers on the way. Ooh. 
Ooh. We have stickers on the way, and um, and then we were gonna, we're gonna I think we're gonna do some hats or some 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 shirt stuff too. Here. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, 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 yeah. The merch we, we, is coming. Where we were trying to get them, like the robots. Yeah, the <laughs> right. They're incubating. Um, yeah. So we we were tr- we were trying to get uh get the get the merch stuff up in time for the holidays and stuff, but I'm gonna blame the supply chain. That, yeah, and, uh, you know, it'll be a, a new year, new me, who dis. Yeah, so. And then you'll have your shirt. Yeah, we're going to get some stuff made up, and, and also, too, if you guys have any suggestions of, like, you know, of, of, of ideas, like, hey, no, nah, I don't want a fucking hat, I want, like, belts made, like, or, like, if there's things that you like, like, yo, call us up, 305-741-3671, give us your, give us your, like, you know, what, what, what are you guys looking for in merch? Because, yeah. You know the hat, the shirt thing's easy to do. We'll do shirts. That's there's easy. a robot but for everything. We'll get it made. Exactly. So um, we're 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 excited for the future. We're gonna be doing um, in a couple weeks here. We're we're gonna be doing an end of the year wrap up. Yes. Of our first year. Yes. It's very, which is very exciting for us. Yes, it is. You know, this is our first year in the biz. We've been incubating it. our robot. Yeah. And we're going to, you know, we're going to go back and we're going to do like a little end of the year wrap up of like funniest moments and stupid things that we've done. Yes. Um, so uh, get excited about that. Uh, we will have uh, Ian Knight. Ian, hey, would you blow me Knight? He Ooh. will be on for his interview. Okay. I have scheduled him. Penciled in. For uh, not next uh, not next week, uh, Tuesday, but the week after. Are it's, they going to let him out of the Conk Republic? They're going to let him out of the Conk Republic. He's going to be here on Tuesday the 14th, which is also his birthday. Oh. And so when we have Ian here, we will do... Uh, we will do our little mini interview with him, which basically is not an interview. It's just him hanging out with us, and then we will. No, uh, there will there will be some hard hitting questions. We'll hit him some, that some, I need. Then I okay, I'll, I'll, I'll right, start preparing because you know, I, I feel like you did you did all the interviewing, even with Steve too. Like you yeah. know, you did the interviewing, and I was kind of just there, just like you know, play yeah, play nice. Yep. We got the answers we needed out of Dugan, and we will, uh, and we will, and we will. I think we. I hope I don't you know step on your toes with this, and we will. Live on air with Ian there announce. Okay. The fan yes. of the year, right? Deal. Let's do it. So stay tuned for that. Um love bri- you guys. Bri- bribe us now. Yeah, bribe us now. Get those last ones in there. Steve, you've taken a dive with that six thousand number. Mm, you so, know what? You have a month left. Yeah. If you want to show us what you got between now and the fourteenth. Get those numbers up. Hey, Steve, if you get those numbers up to a ten. Is that uh, asking too much with this guy? That's way too much. That's like doubling his numbers. No, this guy is yeah. feeble. Uh, um, uh, love you guys. See you next week. See ya.